What is up, everybody? This is Matt Swifty Perry. Welcome to the Leader Swift Podcast. I'm your host. Man, I'm so excited to be here. We have so much to talk about today. I'm really excited for this guest. And some people are like, Matt, why do you have this guest on? Because for the last decade, I've learned a lot from this leader. I've been reading his books over the last decade. I've learned so much from him. I've gotten to talk with him a few times and just have learned so much. And that's what this podcast is about. It's learning from people. And so I'm so excited for this podcast guest today with Joshua Harris. He's best-selling author. He used to be a pastor. Now he is in the field of consulting and helping businesses and organizations clarify their messages. He is a brilliant guy, and I love just being able to learn from him, especially about leadership. That is our focus on this podcast. If this is your first time with us, welcome. And I'm just so pumped that you just gave us a shot. You're listening to this. We're still new. But if you've listened before and you're back, thank you so much for coming back. If you can just do me a quick favor when you listen to this, if you can share it with your friend, if you like this podcast, share it with somebody, share it with somebody new today. And also subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, that's the best way to not miss out on anything that we're going to be talking about. So subscribe, but we're going to jump right into our conversation with Joshua Harris. All right, I'm sitting here with Josh Harris. Do you like Josh Harris or Joshua Harris? You know what? I'm really easy. Whichever one is great. <laughs> I'll say Josh. Josh, thank you okay, so much perfect. for taking some time to jump on this podcast and talk a little bit about leadership. Absolutely. Good um, to be with you. You've been in so many different um, areas of leadership. Can you just tell our people a little bit about um, what you've done in leadership and, and kind of about those things? Sure. Yeah, well, when I was... Uh, about 17 years old, I started speaking at my dad's conferences. He was a big homeschool leader. And so I began to talk about my experience as a homeschool student. I ended up starting a magazine for homeschool teenagers and doing my own conferences. And so I had a, a kind of leadership role um, in that community, which then led to book writing, which then led to becoming a pastor uh, at a church in Maryland outside of Washington, D.C. Um, and so um, I've, I've kind of been around uh, leadership in the church setting for a long time, and now I, uh, I have my own business. I lead a company that does marketing and brand strategy for, for different industries and different individuals. That's incredible. That That is so important if you're an entrepreneur listening or a pastor listening or just somebody who wants to grow in leadership. Marketing and brand strategy is so important. I'm just figuring that out my last couple of years in ministry. Um, but Josh, if you're sitting in a room, like I've heard you at conferences and stuff before. So if you're sitting in that room and they ask you, what is one leadership principle you think leaders can learn today that would help them lead better today than yesterday? Uh, what would that leadership principle kind of be? <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's funny because I kind of hate this moment. I feel like there's like this 
this uh, desire to share something super profound that, you know, will inspire other leaders or make <laughs> me look like a, a better leader than I actually am. I, you know, the thing that I would, the thing that I would say is I feel like, especially um, in the church world, but it's probably true in the business world too, that we often associate strong leadership with a certain personality type. Um, and I think that we try to emulate certain types of people or be a certain type of person that we think of as a strong leader. And it just doesn't, it doesn't always work if that's not who we are. Um, and I think that there are certain types of leadership that often get a lot of attention or that build a certain kind of, of business but there are so many different expressions of leadership, and I think we have to, to be honest about who we are, how we function, and then we have to, to really think about the needs of the people that we're actually leading. So whenever we start trying to like copy another leader and do things the way they do things because we're impressed with them, we're actually, I think, starting at the wrong place. I think we have to start with who are the people that I'm actually helping and then who am I and, and how do I work and what's actually going to help the people in front of me that I'm supposed to lead is to be authentic to who I am and to put their interests first. So, you know, leadership is always taking people from one place to another destination, uh, you know, accomplishing something with them, mobilizing them, organizing them and so on. And, uh, you know, I think we have to be very specific to uh, what are the needs of the people that we're actually serving? And then what's my approach to getting there? And if, if trying to, to, to pretend I'm someone else or put on some, you know, persona uh, is what is required, that's, that's really not authentic. And at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to be effective. So I would just say, be yourself and put the interest of the people that you're leading first. That is so good. I want to dig in real quick to that be yourself. I think that is so important in leadership. Like you've said, we've both seen it in the church world. Um, I've seen it in business world too. We we like to compare ourselves a lot. Um, right. I can speak more into the church world about that. We like to compare ourselves. I, I God gave me this kind of thought yesterday with all of the stuff going on right now with coronavirus and stuff like that. Right. That. We need to kill comparison um, because you see people going online with everything and some equipment is better than others and people start to compare. I don't have that kind of stuff that they have and no one's going to my audience isn't going to listen because they don't they don't have that. And we need to kill comparison by cheering other people on. And I've seen that so well with people in the last couple of days with with churches and businesses saying, if you don't have the resources, let us help you. Um, mm-hmm. Elevation Church, which is a big church in North Carolina, they opened up their of studio of uh, with all of their tech to pastors in the Charlotte area who don't have equipment to record their messages on Sundays and said, here's the email. You can book time slots to just come in for free and we'll record it for you and we'll help you edit it so you can get your message out to your people. Oh, that's amazing. And I love Stephen Furtick. He's a he's a great guy. He's incredible. And and so I I was so influenced by that where I did the same thing with youth pastors in Phoenix. We have our own little studio that we're doing recording in. And I said, if you're a youth pastor in Phoenix, 
let us know. We would love to help you get your content created and sent out to your people because I was so influenced off what Elevation did and Life Church did with those churches doing that. And so I think, yeah, we, we need to kill that comparison um, by cheering other people on and doing what we can. That's so important. Um, That's beautiful. Josh, you, you now lead this organization, Clear and Loud, right? Tell us a, just a little right. bit about Clear and Loud. You help businesses define their message and be able to storytell it out. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, you know, any organization, whether it's a business or a nonprofit or even, um, you know, authors and speakers who have a personal brand, they need to be able to connect with an audience. They need to be able to communicate clearly. If they're selling something or they're seeking to market something, really what good marketing is about is human connection. And unfortunately, just there's so much bad communication out there. Uh, where people are confusing or they're just not able to clearly and simply express what they're about and how they help people. So I love words and I love clear communication. And uh, I learned a lot of that in the, in the church world. And now with my business, I come alongside these organizations. I help them think strategically about who they're trying to reach. I help them clarify their message and then put that into words, whether it's on their website or in different platforms and we build websites and we, you know, art direct the kinds of um, photography and video that they need to, to really reach people. Um, so I love that process of, of helping people clarify and then amplify their message. And, and that's sort of the idea behind our business name, clear and loud. You know, the, the cliche is loud and clear uh, is what everybody says. But I think that that's, the reverse of what good marketing is. Good marketing is starting with clarity, getting your message super clear and simple and straightforward. And then you can amplify it with an effective website or with advertising or whatever it might be. But clarity always comes first. That is so good. Clarity comes first. Um, you should, you should write a book about that. That's good. Um, but <laughs> what is, what is like one or two ways that we can make, um, are if we're public speakers or if we're sending something out on social media or even sending mm -hmm. emails out, what is like one or two things that we can do to be more clear with sending our message out? I think that will help so many leaders. Well, I think again, it's, it's starting with the needs and the concerns of the people that you're seeking to lead. And so instead of just uh, talking about yourself or, um, you know, your program or all that you're doing, really starting your communication out with a question of what is it, what does it mean for me to put myself in the shoes of the person I'm trying to reach? What are they concerned about? What are they worried about? What's the problem that they have? And if I can think, think very concisely and, and, and about that and be able to express that, I'm going to, I'm going to engage with them. I'm going to show them that I speak their language, that I know what they're dealing with, that I, that I sympathize with what they're facing. And then if I can explain how my product or my service or my message can, can help them, it will make all the difference. So I think about this in the church context, you know, it's like preaching. A lot of times, um, I think pastors, I've made this mistake many times, you kind of build your message 
um, around maybe a, a story that you think is really interesting or something that you've experienced or whatever it might be. And instead of, instead of thinking about how the text and its message relates to a, a real-life problem that people are facing, you start at the wrong place. And so I think you know, one simple step is, this, is to start with, okay, what, what problem is this passage speaking to? And if I can speak to and, and craft my illustrations and my stories around the real needs and real challenges of my audience, that's going to engage them. That's going to draw in their interest, and it's going to make the message that, that much more powerful. So I think your starting point is so important. Wow, that is so good. I think that just helped thousands of communicators right there. Um, that was brilliant. I was taking notes. Josh, that was such great leadership in 10 minutes. That was really good. Thank you so much. Is there anything, if you can say one last thing to a leader to encourage them, especially in this season where it is just dark clouds, a lot of leaders having to make really hard decisions, right? School districts are like, do we continue school or do we shut them down for the rest of the year? Um, pastors, there's just so many business leaders who have to make really tough decisions. Is there any encouragement you can leave them with? Well, I would just say, you know, I'm no longer a pastor and I've gone, you know, through my own, you know, journey of, of faith, but I just believe that the work that pastors are doing is so incredibly important. And again, it's not about you having all the answers. It's not about you coming across as, you know, being super confident. It's just the fact that you care about people, um, that you have them on your heart and that you're taking initiative to express that and to come alongside them, that makes such a huge difference. And just being um, present and loving uh, is an incredible gift. And so um, I believe in the work you're doing. I just want to encourage you, keep it up. It makes a difference. And uh, what, a, what an important time for, for men and women with that kind of heart in the world. That's so good. Thank you, Josh. And if people wanted to find you on social media and if they wanted, I encourage people here who are pastors and who are business leaders, go check out Clear and Loud. Um, I think this is a game changer to help people reach more people, whoever their audience is. I think you're doing a great job helping them. Um, where can they find you at on social? Yeah, uh, you know, I spend most of my time on Instagram. And so uh, my handle is just Harris Josh, H-A-R-R-I-S-J-O-S-H. And uh, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much, Josh.